Welcome to the DermVet Podcast. I'm Dr. Ashley Bourgeois, a board-certified veterinary dermatologist practicing in Portland, Oregon with animal dermatology clinics. I'm also a mom of two, just trying to find the balance like everyone else. Let's learn to ditch the itch, cytology, everything, and make derm more fun than frustrating. At the time I'm recording this podcast episode, I am fresh off of two amazing CE events, um, one with international veterinary seminars in Aspen, Colorado, and then I literally just got home from Western Veterinary Conference in Las Vegas, and I just have to say, um, so amazing to be back in person, but also just engaging questions and thoughts, and um, what I want to go over with this episode today, I talk about cytology all the time, and as I was lecturing over many different things, cats, ears, allergy management, you know, I can always tie cytology into something. That's why I say cytology everything. It's just really that minimum database for dermatology cases. And pretty much any dermatology you talk to is going to really stress the importance of that, whether we're talking about for diagnosis, for knowing if an infection is done being treated or not. It really just guides us. So I've done many episodes on cytology before, but based on a lot of the questions I was receiving when I was at these conferences, I wanted to just give five tips to improve your cytology technique, improve your confidence, let's say, in cytology, because it is so important and we can teach you how to do it, but there's little things you can do in your busy everyday practice, which I think can really enhance and you can have a really steep learning curve, like really quickly learn a lot with cytology and become really comfortable with it. So my first uh, tip to improving your cytology practice is Pick your two or three techniques. And I have, like I said, lots of other episodes that go over cytology. I think the very first episode I did was about cytology way back a couple years ago. Um, You know, whether it's the toothpick, direct impression smear, tape, swab, don't feel like you have to do every single technique under the sun, but get those two to three depending on the lesion, the area, the distribution, your comfort level, what you have available to you in the clinic. And just get really good at those. You know, you don't have to be good at every single form of collection for cytology. Get really good at two or three techniques. You know, for me, I predominantly do direct impression smear, toothpick, and then probably swab. Like those are the ones that I just do all day, every day. You know, when it comes to tape and you know, using a scalpel blade for cytology, those are things I do commonly. So I, I'm honestly probably not that good at those. So just find the techniques that make sense for you, that you enjoy, that you feel comfortable with. Number two, have someone else check your slide, whether it's a technician or assistant who's really comfortable with cytology if you're a new grad. You know, you learn so much information from really experienced technicians for sure. A mentor, you know, save your slides. If you have to make a decision and no one can check it at that time, save your slides and label them. And then at the end of the day or the next day, if you do have time over lunch, have someone look at them and ask questions if there's certain cells you didn't feel comfortable with or if based on this quantity of infection, maybe, you know, you did systemic, but maybe would they have considered topical? Like, don't be afraid to be wrong and have someone check them, even if they can't do it in the moment. That's the nice thing about slides, right? They keep for a decent amount of time. So just save them so you can have someone else look over them so that you can 
feel more confident moving forward. I mean, there's still slides. I have the other dermatologists I work with check like, oh, this is kind of weird. What do you think of this? What would you do about this? Like we still do that to one another. So it's really important to feel comfortable with your mentor or with a technician or someone in the practice that you look up to as far as cytology or case management and just have them look at the slide, whether they can do it right when you're seeing the case or even if it's later, you can always make adjustments. You can always learn about doing something different on recheck. Number three tip, take continuing education, take CE. There's so many different online CEs, there's free CEs, there's so many of it, so much available that you can learn how to collect cytology. You know, very uh, self-servingly or selfishly, I have the Derm Nerds and I have a whole cytology course that's race approved in there that goes over collection techniques and some of the different things we can see and we go over cases and where cytology really helped us evaluate that. So, you know, I have that, I have my cytology collection guide. So I've tried to give you guys more resources that are fun and available. So if you're not so sure, check out the Derm Nerds. You can even go just join for a month, check out the the actual cytology lecture, you know, get your race and, and feel comfortable. Hopefully you at least learn from that. So find that CE. It is really important. I know you guys have lots of different CE to take, which is why I put this easy information out there, but it really is something you will do a lot as a general practitioner since you're managing a lot of ear and skin cases. So don't be afraid to take some time to do CE, even on simple stuff like collection, collection techniques and what you can see under the microscope. Number four, Practice, practice, practice. It's like anything else, but practice on sedated animals. Practice on, you know, anesthetized animals. You guys are doing dental, spays, neuters, like practice interdigital cytology. You know, slides are really um, inexpensive. So just practice, even if the dog doesn't have lesions, you don't have to charge the client for it. Just practice that technique, that feel on that animal that's really still. You know, when you have that completely crazy two-year-old Frenchie that's bouncing off the walls, or if you end up having a pet who's not so happy you're collecting cytology from their paws because they have a history of allergies and they're uncomfortable, if you have that initial technique down because you have practice on animals that are really still, because I know you guys are sedating and anesthetizing a lot, you're going to feel more comfortable when you do get those situations that are real life, getting those because you've taken the time to get comfortable with technique. You can get cytologies pretty quick. You can learn how to manipulate their skin in a way to get a really good sample, even when they are that moving target. So because you guys have the opportunity with all of the different procedures you're doing, I really encourage you to practice on those cases. Have someone evaluate and look, is this how you do an interdigital cytology? You know, is this how you would do um, an ear cytology? And sometimes you will be surprised. A lot of pets will come in for something separate and then as you look in their ears and same with otoscopy, you know, getting better otoscopy, look down the ears of pets who are sedated or anesthetized. Sometimes you'll find ear infections that the owners didn't even know were there. So it's really important that we're practicing in these easier situations so we feel more comfortable when it's time for us to actually do it in front of the client on that crazy pet. And then my last tip, number five, 
don't be afraid to repeat slides. I have lots of situations where I repeat cytology because I don't feel like maybe my sample was good enough. Maybe it wasn't what I was expecting to see, so I'll get a different part of the body. If there's multiple areas of the body affected, I always collect at least a few different areas because sometimes you'll find yeast on one area, like the interdigital spaces, but maybe the trunk is completely coxy. So it's really important that we're getting different areas of the body so we can see if there's different types of infections that we really have to address. But don't be afraid to repeat slides because sometimes maybe your technique was off, maybe you know the pet was jumping around just enough that it was really um, difficult for you to get it, so you have to have someone else kind of do some really gentle restraining. Just don't be afraid to repeat them because sometimes repeating slides give us more information and that's the beautiful thing about getting really good at cytology is if you have that case and you don't get the sample you want, you know, if you're doing it while the pet's in the clinic, just grab another slide and get another sample while they're still there. And that can give us a ton of information. So those are kind of my five really tips to get that confidence in cytology, which I all think we need, especially in general practice. We know skin and ears are some of the top reasons you guys are seeing pets. And you can do amazing dermatology. You can do amazing cytology in the general practice setting. So again, my top five tips for gaining more confidence in cytology. Number one, Pick two or three techniques and get really good at those. Don't feel like you have to do everything. Just pick your two or three in different situations that you would use and feel comfortable evaluating those under the microscope. Tip number two, have someone else check your slides. Ideally, while the case is still there before you make clinical decisions, but even if you're not sure and you want to evaluate the case with a mentor, a colleague, a, a staff member that feels comfortable with cytology, later that day or the next day. Tip number three, take CE like anything else. Continuing education is so important. You know, online I have the Derm Nerds where there is a whole cytology lecture. I have a cytology just collection technique guide on my website, thedermvet.com. There's also um, a really great, it's um, a course formulated for technicians at ce.nafta.net. That's what us has put together and that's completely free and anyone can take it. Number four, Practice on sedated or anesthetized animals. Practice when they're still. Practice when, you know, you have the ability to really try out different things, whether it's different collection techniques, different, um, you know, strengths of how you're holding that slide, different tensions of how you're holding that slide. Practice when they're sedated so that you can feel more confident when you do have those more difficult cases in the clinic. And then tip number five, don't be afraid to repeat slides. This is something that I do all the time. It's something that can give you more information. We all have times where maybe we're not on our game for collecting cytology. Uh, maybe we just didn't get a good enough sample. Maybe we were distracted. I mean, we all have those days. I can tell you, even as a boarded dermatologist, I have days where I have to repeat cytologies. It wasn't what I suspected or, you know, my slide my collection was just off and I didn't give as many cells as I thought I should. So I hope that's really helpful. Just a way to gain confidence in cytology. Please check out the resources I mentioned. Um, I really put this stuff together to make it so you guys have the ability to have really fun, tangible CE at your fingertips because I know how busy you all are. And just again, for all of you who were at the events or if you're going to events in the future, it's been so much fun to be back in person. And from the bottom of my heart, thank you because it was just such an amazing experience being able to teach in person again and something that I I will definitely never take for granted again.